Hey soul seekers, Kay here, and welcome to the 44th episode of the Language of My Soul podcast. This episode, we'll be discussing individual action or collective benefit, then lamenting on the tragedy of individuals within teams. So without further ado, let's begin. The question in last episode was, would you rather be the performer or the organizer? A performer, one who shapes the mood and the environment through their own actions in the immediate surroundings, or the organizer, the event creator, who can influence the mood and environment, not just for what's in front of them, but the entire area. Bear with me here, this is going to be a bit elaborate, but all necessary to explain my answer. The manga, Jackin, is about a high school teacher who dreams of playing in a band, but time and realities meant she could never fulfill that dream. Then, on her 26th birthday, Jimi Hendrix, in close form, appeared and could jack into her body, taking over control and playing the guitar just like him. The con is that she either becomes a worldwide star by 27, one year, or dies. Fast forward a lot of plot development, she creates a high school band club and performs at the school concert to critical acclaim. They rocked hard, everyone loved it, jack in is the phrase they use to describe this excubulation. A band at a Japanese festival performed terribly, absolute dog shit. Now, do remember these bands are volunteers, it's just a fun little community thing. Furthermore, this wasn't a dedicated music stage, with sound checks beforehand, so there was no tuning of sound and speakers to match the band. As they played their hearts out, there was constant mad distortion. What would have sounded epic in their home recordings was unbearable live. The venue only had a few speakers, so they were all turned up to max, furthering the distortion. Either way, it was not a great performance. In my daydream, I performed at that festival with my own band as the vocalist and guitarist, starting from modern anime songs, slowly making my way down to the early 2000s. It hyped up every age bracket. Then we concluded with a guess the anime song game, playing songs until someone got which anime it was from. This game gave a bit of competition with the winners receiving a Japanese candy bag and that got everyone involved. Unlike the real band, it would be truly hype performance. The Japanese festival itself wasn't that good, far too many people, so everything was crammed. Food stalls had insane lines, and since it was outside and rained most of the morning, it was extremely muddy. All of this does not make for a pleasant event. So whilst the Daydream band rocked hard, everything around it was falling apart. That's the crux of this question, to perform one's best and elevate the mood directly around you, even if everything is falling apart, or organise the event itself that's impact significantly more people, yet not feel as directly involved compared to someone jamming live. Which would you prefer? This is the eternal battle between the individual and the community. What's better for everyone would have been a great event, without ridiculous lines, crammed and muddy. But for me, being the performer, jamming my absolute heart out and enjoying myself sounds just so much better. In IT, I make apps, which is all fine and dandy, it pays the bills and is interesting enough I don't want to blow my brains out every day. When 5pm hits, I go home and then I'm done. Now, it's not like I don't enjoy it, but there's a world of difference between being mentally exhausted versus physically exhausted. I volunteered at an anime convention and my role was to hand out show bags to guests. Just a simple bag with a handbook and some sponsor stuff. Such a role really didn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, I had immense fun observing other people's cosplays, chatting to others passing by and handing out showbags. By the day's end, my voice was dead, I was physically drained, and since there was no chairs, my legs desperately needed a rest. 
Strangely though, I felt good. So damned good. Being mentally exhausted by the end of the day makes me feel miserable, tired and just want to sleep forever. Being physically tired makes me joyous, like I worked hard today, thus deserve a good rest. Despite knowing how an app could impact tens of thousands instantly, contrasted to handing out showbags, limited to how many people walk past, I preferred being the performer to impact my surroundings through my direct self and actions. It's related to being in absolute control and sort of stoicism, to focus on what you can control what, rather than what is uncontrollable. As a performer, I don't need to care about how the live event is going. All I care about is what's in front of me, and in my daydream band, that would be the guitar, the mic, and my band members. All I can do is jam, jam like no tomorrow. My direct voice, my direct guitar playing, my direct actions influencing the world in a way that's so utterly obvious. Despite choosing the performer, I have ambivalence with this decision. For the organiser could have made that subpar Japanese festival truly shine to impact people longer than a 15-minute band performance. It could have been something people rave about, tell stories about, or remember fondly. An event where the next is met with anticipation and glee. Australians don't like to lead, they like to follow, is what my friend remarked to me. What an odd statement, I thought. But that statement is true for the entire world, for it is so much easier to follow along than, rather than the extreme work and hassle of creating an event. With the internet, Anyone can create hobby or interest groups and subsequent events. Despite all the shit I say, I haven't dared make a single group, for I'm just like the others, preferring the follow. Even worse, I pretend to lead. Continuing on the topic of individuals and groups is the tragedy of individuals within teams. A team where everyone strives towards some common goal. The manga, Jacken's protagonist, started a high school music band with their end objective to be world famous. However, what about everyone else? There's seven people in total in this band. It's one thing to jam with buddies, maybe play a show here and there, but it's a world of difference to go pro. Prince joined the band at the very start, when it was struggling to recruit any members. There was only two others, a trumpet girl club dropout and the teacher who will die in a year. He's a flamboyant character, both in dress and action. Because of that, he never really fit in Japanese high school society. Thus, them reaching out to him made him feel wanted, eventually, like he had somewhere to belong. Fast forward a bit, he went on a month-long holiday and when he came back, there was a bunch of new members. Even his original position, the drums, was taken over by someone else. As the band got serious, each individual became increasingly dedicated and skilled, except him. Then, the band's true aspirations were re revealed, to become world famous, starting by competing in competitions. So, it was a philosophical turning point for him. The amount of dedication required to be a pro band is vastly different to a high school band. His original desire to feel wanted and a sense of belonging washed away after his drummer position was replaced and several new members joined. So, is it really worth continuing? Of course, this is a manga so everything got resolved oh so perfectly. Hence, I wish to go down a different road. The tragic road of real life. The tragedy of groups is most prevalent with creative endeavours and where teams must rely on each other. A live band requires specific instruments, barring EDM, they all are manned by different people. So everyone has to be on the same page, yet hopes, dreams and ambitions are different for everyone. Have you heard stories where the lead singer ditches their small-time indie band for a better position, pay and fame? Idol groups have this problem of steroids, 
Being an idol ain't easy, and how many others want their role and would do anything to get in? Aliza Klein's biography candidly talks about the women who slept with him for a role in his movies, or the ones who duped into thinking so. In Idolland, there's several year training programs, starting from middle school, just for the chance to debut as an idol, where virtually every waking moment outside school is spent in training. Even then, when the program ends at 16 to 18, only a few girls get in and the rest are given the boot. Several years of their lives for nothing, so who can blame them for taking a better deal from leaving the small indie group for the main stage? Their ambitions already cost them nearly everything. Even a misalignment in work ethic would lead to major problems. Someone deeply ingrained in hustle porn, a workaholic, would belittle and be irritated at anyone else who does less. Unlike businesses with legal working hours, creative endeavours are fueled by hopes, dreams and time. A person who spends 3 hours every day practicing would eventually surpass the other who occasionally spends 30 minutes. But nobody notices until it's too late where the differences between each member is as wide as the Grand Canyon. Then what are the options left? Have the one pushing ahead chill and relax? Become a dictator and kick everyone else who doesn't agree? Compromise on some middle ground objective? These groups aren't randoms at this point, they're all friends with shared memories together. Friendships of pleasure, that is ones based on a common activity, die off after the pleasure ends. Such fundamental differences in the group's common goal would implode everything and everyone knows that. These differences would manifest through everyone's actions. Someone who just wants to chill together would find it fine to be a bit late, maybe have a big night before. The wannabe pro arrives earlier and earlier, becomes more serious to themselves and others. It's a bomb that gets bigger the longer time goes on. Disagreements can be ignored, resolved, forgotten or compromised on. Fundamental differences cannot be. We can't change people. They can only decide to change themselves. Any advice to others is being an advisor to the king. The king can decide to heed your advice, lop off your head or dismiss it as nonsense. No matter how hard you advocate, how much you believe that advice will solve the issue, the king has the final say and there's nothing you can do about that. A friend confided with me it was difficult to find work, so I advised them to take an internship, even unpaid. Yet, that advice fell on deaf ears. They said one thing, but advice to aid them was ignored, nor did they have any other solutions. When teams turn fundamentally different, the one last hope we have is to state our end goal and pray they're willing to change themselves to match that. Otherwise, it's time to move on, to reminisce in the memories before kicking everyone else out who's different. The only person in absolute control is you. You know yourself, your goals, your ambitions and desires. In any group, match those around you who follow them, whilst continuously pruning out those who don't. As you change, adapt the group as well. Else, risk a ticking time bomb, where fundamental differences diverge and everything explodes when least anticipated. Sounds a bit ruthless, I know. That's just the cruel real world we live in. This ain't no manga when everyone just gets a lull phase, training arc and then comes back stronger than ever. Sometimes, people will just not align themselves with your end goal. Now, remember, just be selective in replying this advice, only doing so when the scope of your ambitions and expertise required is sky high. When you desperately want to achieve something that cannot be done alone. Otherwise, it's not very fun to constantly kick out friends, and eventually, it won't be too long until you have no friends left. The question in this episode is, what are the two most important questions to ask yourself?
With that concluding thought, thanks for listening to the Language of My Soul podcast. If you wanted more, then visit my blog at langsoul.com. If you had your own answers to the big questions or wanted to send through your own big question, then there's a voice clip link in the description or email me k at langsoul.com.